Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIPC. Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Tony Kennett filling in for Big Nige. And let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Tommy Piggott, the RNC Rapid Response Director. Tommy, number of places we can start. I do want to get your thoughts on the inflation and the economy numbers that have been trickling out today. But let's start with Ohio. This has been a big story this week. Donald Trump shows up. And then it's a miracle the next day. Pete Buttigieg finally shows up. Take me through what you've seen in regards to the handling of this disaster in Ohio. Well, I think this disaster has been defined by Joe Biden and his administration trying to first deflect blame for it and then ignore it. Uh, I think you're right to show that timeline of when Buttigieg actually showed up to Ohio was after he was placed under immense pressure to do so. I mean, the day before he announces he's going, he's saying that to go would just be a photo op. He wouldn't be accomplishing anything. And then literally the next day he says, oh, actually, I'm going. It's too bad it's too late uh, is really the big issue here. It took Joe Biden 19 days to even tweet about it, to have his staff mock up a statement about it that he could put his name on. 19 days to do that. And I think it shows that this administration doesn't care about you, doesn't care about your community if you didn't vote for them. And that's demonstrated by their their lackluster, their lack of response to this devastating crisis. One of the things that I see a lot of people trying to do on social media is blame the crash on regulations from Donald Trump. It's been my understanding that if you want to have that debate, we can have that debate about what caused the crash. I know there was a report that came out, and we'll get into that here in a little bit, but the cleanup is something totally different than the crash. The cleanup lies completely at the hands of the Biden administration, and this has been completely mishandled. Exactly. I think the power of the president is to bring attention to a crisis, to mobilize resources, and to tell Americans that he's listening to their problems and he's handling them. Biden has done the opposite here. You're exactly right to say the issue here is the response to this crisis. And when it comes to those regulations, I think the Democrats that are pushing that narrative, which, by the way, has been debunked, a lot of the the regulations they're pointing to would not have affected this crash. But putting that aside, what that actually shows is that Joe Biden, on issue after issue, won't talk about a crisis unless he has a talking point to blame a Republican for it. This president has taken his habit of 50 years in the Senate, of deflecting responsibility, deflecting the uh, responsibility for the consequences of his decisions, and he's taken that from the Senate into the presidency. This president takes responsibility for nothing. He doesn't even talk about a crisis unless he can blame a Republican. And I think this whole debate over regulations, which again has been debunked by the Biden administration themselves, shows that Biden only cares about pointing the finger, not solving problems. And this is the same Democrat president, the same Democrat uh, national convention that spent so much time lambasting Republicans over their responses to Hurricanes Katrina, Ian, Harvey, uh, Sandy, all the way back to Hurricane Andrew in 92, not to mention when Texas froze over for a couple of days there and infrastructure failed. And they were so angry that not every Republican in a 250-mile radius wasn't descending on the area. And now here we have a crisis that the Democrats should easily be in control of to manage, and they're nowhere to be found. What, what does that say about how Americans perceive the Democrats and nat- natural disaster response? 
I think the question that kind of eliminates this a bit for me is if this was in a blue district, it wouldn't have taken Joe Biden 20 days or so to send an administration official like Pete Buttigieg there to comment on the crisis. It just wouldn't have. And I think any American looking at this knows that, that if this was in the district that voted for Joe Biden, this would have been priority number one for the administration. And instead, because this community did not vote for Joe Biden, it's his last priority. I think it's actually just even to connect this to the border. It took Joe Biden 80 years to get there. While he was president, it took him two years to get there despite the raging crisis. Why? Because he was trying to ignore it. He was trying to deflect responsibility. He didn't prioritize that community. And I think time and time again, Joe Biden ignores these crises unless he can attack a Republican somehow for it. He waits until he has that talking point to politicize it. And that's what I think is happening here. He's putting politics above people. So this is one question that I had to ask here because I've, I've seen a lot of the whole red district, blue district stuff online. So in, in your opinion here as the RNC rapid response director, do you believe that if this accident occurred in a swing district that the Democrats would have been on site within the first 24, 48 hours? Well, this is kind of apples and oranges, but think of quickly Kamala Harris reacted to Jesse Smollett. She responded within hours before we had any facts about that fact on the ground, thinking that she could use this politically for her own career. Uh, and then it takes 19 days for Joe Biden to even comment on a natural disaster, uh, not a natural disaster, but a disaster in Ohio. I think that discrepancy between how quickly this administration reacts to certain crises and not to others, it, it really invites that comparison. Because what other explanation is there for Joe Biden not even putting out a tweet, not having his staff mock up a few lines to put on Twitter for 19 days, right? 19 days of silence on this. And I think he's inviting that comparison. So it's, it's impossible to have the direct hypothetical, but based off of how slow he was to respond here and how quickly he's responded in other instances, I think that's the inevitable conclusion, or at least the important question that, that's in the minds of a lot of Americans. Tommy Pickett, RNC Rapid Response Director, joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Tommy, you mentioned Kamala Harris's name earlier. Earlier in this week, she says, quote, we have reduced heating and electricity bills so folks have more money in their pockets. Well, then the inflation report comes out today. And as Maury Povich would say, that was a lie. Take me through what we learned today with the inflation numbers and just the flat out bald faced lie that Kamala Harris told everybody. You know, the, the, the flat out lie that she said was that Biden has reduced energy prices, utility bills, heating bills, electricity bills, which is just, it it is a flat out lie. I mean, the latest inflation report shows the electricity up just under 12%, shows natural gas up, shows fuel oil up, energy costs surging. The average family has lost $2,200 on average since Joe Biden took office paying for those increased energy costs. Americans see that in their wallet. And the inflation report today, it's kind of a wonky measure. It's basically a a quasi-consumer price index Uh, that that examines inflation, but it's the preferred measure of the Fed. The Fed looks at this measure, it's called PCE, very closely when looking at inflation. And this inflation report that came out today shows that inflation accelerated from last month. It rose higher than expected, and it shows that inflation, unfortunately, is here to stay. And it's the third report to do so. The third report of inflation this month showing that inflation is accelerating, inflation is here to stay. And meanwhile, while these reports are showing that, Joe Biden is going out there saying his economic plan is working, and Kamala Harris is flat out lying to the American people to try to justify their their agenda that's undermining American energy. Tommy, one more thing here before we let you go. Um, 
the border is still an issue, but I think it's kind of lost its place in the news cycle because of what's happened in Ohio, because of what's happened with Chinese spy balloons and the anniversary of the Russia-Ukraine war. The border has kind of fallen out of the news cycle, but I think a lot of people need to start paying attention again because we're getting close to that time where Title 42 is going to expire. And if I read this right, it sounds like the Biden administration wants to tweak a few things at the border. What are you hearing? Well, thankfully, first, in terms of bringing attention to the border, the House GOP just had a hearing at the border in Yuma, Arizona. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's notable that Democrats boycotted that hearing, calling it a political stunt. Uh, Once again, showing that they don't show up. Joe Biden doesn't show up to East Palestine. House Democrats don't show up to the border. Uh, So Biden right now is, is, is basically saying that his border policy is working. He's making some changes in terms of legal pathways for people from certain countries to enter the United States. But unfortunately, for that talking point and for the American people, it's just wrong. We're seeing really historic levels of illegal immigration. And just to give context for how bad the numbers are, January's number came in a few weeks ago. It was 150,000 illegal immigrants. The number of illegal immigrants that entered the country last month was higher than January the year previous, meaning this year is already set to be worse than last year. And last year was the worst year on record. So I know that's a lot of numbers to throw out just there, but the idea that the policy is working would be laughable if it did if it wasn't so disastrous and so destructive for this country. Tommy Piggott, RNC Rapid Response Director. Tommy, we always appreciate your time here in Indy. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.